Welcome back to another episode of the Women for Greatness podcast. If you're new here, hello, hi, what's going on? This is a fun little space where I get to encourage you and motivate you to chase your dreams. In this episode, I get to share a business owner. She lives in San Diego and she has this serious like get stuff done kind of attitude and mentality that will basically kick you in the pants. <laughs> Her name is Shantae and she owns the brand Roses and Rosé, which basically sells body scrubs, lip scrubs, shimmering body oil, and all of these amazing and luxurious products. Roses and Rosé has been a brand that I have stocked on Instagram for the past year and a half, and I have their things in my medicine cabinet as we speak. So this is episode 37, and in this episode, you're gonna hear her journey of becoming a business owner, her get stuff done mentality, and when you listen to this episode, you're gonna feel like, oh my gosh, I have no excuses. Shantae is a trailblazer and a leader and she will inspire you to just start, to not be paralyzed by fear, but just get started in your dreams and in your actions. And I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. If there's been something on your heart that you've been wanting to do, but you're kind of afraid to do it, this episode will be the kick in the pants that you need to just start. What have you got to lose? So I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's meet Shantae. Okay. So thank you, Shantae, for coming this morning. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this. So for everybody who doesn't know you or doesn't follow you, hasn't seen your stuff, who are you and like, what's the backstory? Um, Okay. So my name's Shantae. I live in San Diego. My brand is Roses and Rosé. You can find it on Instagram as roses underscore the letter N underscore and then the word rose because Instagram doesn't let you write the word rosé. So it's like roses and rose. (laughs) And I started my brand in March of 2017. Okay. And then so what made you want to start your brand? Um, It's kind of a funny story because I never had planned to start this brand at all. I always knew like my entire life that I wanted to run my own business. I just never knew exactly what it was going to be. So I had just moved to San Diego My work at the time transferred me down here. I was a manager of like a high-end sports bar and up in Orange County and they were opening a new location down here. So they wanted me to come down here to open it. So I moved down to San Diego in like a week. Um, And it it worked out because my boyfriend lives down here. So I was like, okay. (laughs) You're like, thank you. So, um, So Then after I moved down here, there was like a lot of complications with the owners and we had a lot of disagreements and they wanted to bring in some other manager. And I said, no, I don't want that other manager. Like that's such a waste of time. You already have somebody here that knows everything. Basically I got fired. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But it's okay. Like I don't, I, I wasn't mad. I actually was really happy about it. I was like, yes, now I don't have to quit. Like... I have so much free time now, but I had just <laughs> moved to San Diego. So like I, I needed a job. I, I didn't have anything. I didn't have friends down here. I didn't have really like a my own place or anything. One of my servers at the San Diego location was also a server at some other place here in San Diego. And one of her regulars worked for this yacht company and they're like, well, we need somebody. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll help you guys. So I went there and I was their like office manager slash marketing person. But like, it wasn't every day that somebody was coming in to buy a yacht. Like (laughs) our yachts were over a million (laughs) dollars. And so we maybe sold one or two a month. 
but I just had a lot of spare time. So I kind of was like just playing around on the computer one day and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm so bored. Like, what am I going to do? And I really like designing stuff. Like I love designing stuff. So I taught myself how to build a website and I kind of just designed how I wanted it to look. And still, like at this point, I had no plan. I was literally just making a website. And I'm like, what am I making a website for? Like, what am I going to, like, why am I doing this? I need, like, what is this for? So in high school, I was making like body scrubs and stuff just for myself, I guess. But then a lot of friends and family wanted them. So when the website was done, I was like, okay, well, I need to do something with it. And now I just have this website. What am I even going to name it? <laughs> and I figured, well, I'll just put like a body scrub on there because I know how to make them. And I have this website. So I did that, which was the Rosy Cheeks Coffee Body Scrub was the first one I've ever done. And it grew like really fast. Sales started coming in and I was like, oh my gosh, like, what do I do now? Where did, like, where did they come from? Would you talk about it on social media um, or would you tell people or like people? Yeah. So once I was like, sort of had a little idea of where I was going with this, I reached out to my friend who went to FITM Fashion School in LA for graphic design. And I was like, hey, so I just made this website. I think I'm going to put like a body scrub on here, but um, can you make me like a label or something? And I, she's like, yeah, totally. So I, I drew her a picture, which is like the ugliest picture ever. And I sent it to her and I was like, do you think you could make this like look better? And she did. So <laughs> I ordered packaging. I just ordered at the time pouches. Like, I don't even know how to describe them. They're just little pouches. And she came up with a label. And then I was like, okay, cool. And then I reached out to my friends on Instagram, like, and I said, Hey, so I think I'm going to do this. But before, can I send you some and can you do like a post about it? Or can you just post about it or something? And I made an Instagram account separate than my personal one. And I was like, just tag this name. And they did. So Long story short, even though this has been a really long story, I launched two <laughs> weeks later. Like I made my website. Oh, wow. I had my friend make a label, sent some stuff to some friends. And then I announced and I was like, hey, guys, this I just made this website. It's live now. If you guys want something, go here. And by then, my friends who had posted about like it already created a little bit of an awareness. So some people already knew about it. So by the time it launched, mm -hmm. people were like, oh, I can go get this here now. That's kind of like how I started it and how it happened. And it, like I said, it, it kind of just like took off kind of quickly. And then people started saying, well, what's the next thing you're going to come out with? And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> so it just, that's where it all started. That is so crazy. And I feel like I have a million and one questions. Ask, but... ask them. <laughs> so I think my first question would be like, you said ever since you were little, you knew that you wanted to make your own yeah. brand to be mm -hmm. your own boss. Like what? Yeah. Like I at five years old, you're like, oh, I'm going to. where like that came from. <laughs> I just have never liked working for people ever. Like the, the yacht place is actually <laughs> the longest job I've ever had. And I think that was two mm -hmm. years. I've wow. never had a job that has lasted longer than a year because I just get bored. I don't like somebody like breathing down my neck. I'm a very, like, I know how to get things done. And I know, like, if you give me a task, I can get it done. I just am the type of person that I like to get it done on my own time. And 
I know that sounds like I probably wasn't a good employee, to be honest, because (laughs) I liked doing things at my own pace or doing them how I wanted to do them, not how somebody Mm -hmm. else wanted them done. And I always just wanted to be in charge of myself. I've always been like extremely independent. So I just like being in charge of myself and my own things and doing things my way. So I always knew that I was going to run my own business. It's not even that I didn't like working for other people. I literally didn't even do well working for other people. Like I wasn't good (laughs) at working for other people because I didn't have the same vision as them. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't myself that I was working for. It was somebody else. So I couldn't I couldn't like relate if that makes sense. That's crazy because some people would look at that, like they could look at that and be like, oh, well, she's not going to amount to much because she's not. Yeah, and it's funny because that's literally like I've been told that almost my whole life. Like even in high school, they told me I almost wouldn't graduate because my grades were so bad because I wasn't interested in what they were trying to teach me, you know? Like I can't be interested in something that is not of my interest. If I like it, I will do great at it. But if I don't, and you're trying to teach me something that I don't care about, or I'm not interested, I'm, I'm going to suck. And so like, I was always told that I would not do anything or like I would end up flipping burgers or whatever. because like, I wasn't, (laughs) I wasn't getting good grades. I mean, whatever jokes on them. That's crazy. Okay. So you put your, was it a lip scrub or a body scrub? Lip scrub? Um, the very first item? Yeah. A body scrub. It okay. was the Rosy Cheeks coffee body scrub. Okay. So you put your body scrub online. You yeah. sent it to your friends. How many friends did you send it to to talk about? I don't think that many, but I, <laughs> I remember making a lit. I remember one day going through Instagram, like the people that I was following, my friends, and looking at their pages and being like, okay, this person has 5,000 followers. And I would like write their name down. Mm-hmm. Or like I would go through and look for people that even only had like 2000 because to me that was a lot like oh my gosh this person like 2000 people follow their lives that's insane so i was just like writing down anybody that had in the thousands of following and so prop i don't feel like that much between mm-hmm. 6 to 8 people that's it okay so 6 to 8 people and so then you released and then there was the buzz going mm-hmm. on about your products mm-hmm. we'll talk about this later cuz i have a few instagram okay. questions at the end for you but that was probably what led to your Growth yeah, for your brand. Yeah, page. I think that social media has been huge. And they like, I always think about it and think, like, well, what would happen if we lost everything tomorrow? Like, all everything's at our fingertip. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because I personally think that everything revolves around social media. Like, everything, even if you watch a TV show, they're like, oh, get your votes in on Twitter. They're like, use this hashtag like everything has revolved now revolves around social media so for me it's huge I think that's a huge part of why I've been able to grow Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's awesome okay so you launched you got your product out and then so everybody's asking what's next Mm -hmm. so like what was that like for you like the early days were you did you have a job at that time still for the yacht place or when they were like, okay, what's next? What else? Yeah. So I was still working at the yacht place. People started asking me like, okay, like we're kind of bored of this one product now. Like what else do you have? And I was (laughs) like, um, I was like, well, I can probably make like another body scrub maybe in a different scent or something. So I remember going home and like playing around and thinking of like, I live in San Diego. So 
it's very beachy. And so I was like, well, what if I make a body scrub that's beachy kind of? And so then I launched the Sunshine Body Scrub, which is a sugar, a coconut sugar body scrub. And it's like pineapple, coconut scented. So it's totally beachy, tropical. And I, again, sent a picture to my gra- to the graphic designer and she <laughs> helped me. And so then I launched that. But basically, I was using my paychecks from the yacht place to fund my business. So I needed to have that job still. So was that scary to use? Was it like most of your paycheck or? No, actually, people think it's funny because people ask me all the time, like, how did you do this? How much did it cost you? And you guys, for the people listening, you don't need to be rich or have a lot of money to start a business. I started mine with less than $200. I think you just have to find out how, like, if you want something enough, you'll find a way to make it work. So it was not really taking a lot of my paycheck because I'm a research person. I will find the most affordable way to do something. So especially if I want it to work, you know, for me, it wasn't hard because I knew that if I put more into it, I would get more out of it. What was the hardest part from that time until now? What was the hardest part in starting your own business? Probably timing. Like, for, for me, back when I was working at the yacht place, it was hard. I mean, I guess it wasn't too hard because I guess I would go to work and nothing would really be happening. And so I would just work on my website at work. I would work on my website, I would respond mm-hmm. to emails, put together social media content. But then it was like I would leave work and then I would go home and keep working because now I get to work on my brand. So then I was going home and like fulfilling orders and stuff like that. So At that time, that was really difficult for me, managing the time between like my real job and what I was trying to build. But now I think I've got a lot better. Like I've given myself a schedule. So I'll try to work Tuesday through Saturday between like 10 and 5. And I try to take Sundays and Mondays off. But to be completely honest, like it it never really stopped. I pretty much work 24-7 as far, you know, putting social media into consideration, like trying to always comment back and respond to messages and respond to emails. I never really take a break from that. So I would say that's super hard because sometimes you need a mental health break, but it's hard getting that time in. Yeah. One of the things like for me, because I have a job, Mm -hmm. like a day job. And so there's two thought processes almost like one, like, Oh, when I get home, like I just want to yeah. zone out and go mm-hmm. on Instagram or stare at the TV. But I heard a quote and it was basically like working on your business and working on your dreams, whatever mm-hmm. that is, like that's actually your form of self-care mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's working for your future. Yeah. And so just kind of having that perspective while you're in the middle of working on everything at the same time, this is for where I mm-hmm. want to be in a few months or this is where I want to be in a few years. So you, you've grown super fast. So you made the two Mm -hmm. scrubs and then what happened? Uh, I think after that I did the rose water face mist and then I'm always pretty, like I tried to be pretty involved with my following or my audience or my customers. So a lot of the times before coming out with anything new, I would literally ask Mm -hmm. them, I'd be like, Hey, what do you guys want? Like, what do you want? And a lot of people wanted lip scrubs. So then I, after the face mist, I launched some lip scrubs. And then over the summer, I launched the shimmering body oil, which has done really well. Like that's, 
it's crazy because a lot of these products have been out since the beginning and looking at like my reports, the shimmering body oil is like the most pop, most sold out of all of them. So yeah, it's crazy because yeah. like it just came out and it's already beat all of the other things that have been out for since 2017. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I just kept working on building the brand and updating like after I kept growing I was like okay well now I'm gonna change the packaging so I didn't I didn't like the pouches anymore and then I changed them into jars and it's funny because when I first launched I was sending packages out in like flat rate priority mail envelopes like and now they're upgraded (laughs) they're in like padded mailers that match the brand like black ones they're so chic <clears throat> they're so chic <laughs> so it's funny because as I've grown I always took my money and put it back into the brand to grow it mm-hmm. more so like if you I think if you scroll like way far back on the Instagram you could see like how it first looked compared to now like you can definitely tell that it started from <laughs> just being bored at work one day so when did it get to the point where you're like, okay, um, I might have to quit my job to yeah, do this? So like- I think within within three months, I got I was starting to get into stores. Like stores started carrying my stuff, and so that was super yeah. cool. And then it just kind of kept growing and growing. And I remember going to work one day, and I was like, oh my gosh, like. Oh, by the way, my boss was the, and he still is the best boss ever. Like he he knew what I was doing. He never said no, you can't be working on that right now. I need you to work on this yacht listing or this contract. He never Mm -hmm. said anything like that. He was always like, oh, you should do this. He was always talking about people that he was telling people about it. So he was always super, super supportive. And I'm still in touch with him. I just saw him the other day. He knew what was going on. So I would come to work and I would talk to him and be like, I just got into another store or whatever. And I remember thinking like I'm gonna have to have a talk with him soon but I remember (laughs) saying like I don't want to leave though like I love this job because of my freedom here and I love the people that I work with there was only like three other yacht brokers and they were all guys Mm -hmm. everybody kind of was on their own schedule it was just super laid back and calm plus we get to go on yachts all the time so I was like loving yeah that'd be fun (laughs) so one day at lunch he actually was like hey, I want to have a talk with you. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what's about to happen? Oh crap. But he was actually (laughs) like, I know your business is doing really well. And I have a friend right now who just got laid off and I'd like to help her out. So he was like, how do you feel about if I bring her in part-time and maybe you go part-time? And I was like, yes. I was like, I was like, thank you so much. I was going to have this talk with you, but I was like afraid, but this works out so well. And I was like, when can she start? Like, when can I go part-time? So Mm -hmm. it all worked out so perfectly. And I went part-time for six months. And then I just left in the beginning of July. I think I left permanently. Yeah. That's such a good story. Cause usually things end badly with between things like that, you know? Yeah. But you know what? I think that I like, I think for me, the only reason why I was hesitant is because I actually really liked the job and that's the only job Mm -hmm. that I've ever liked. And like I said before, that's the longest job I've ever had. So that says something. And like, if I was at another place, I wouldn't have thought twice. I would have just said, Hey, bye. 
Like, <laughs> I wouldn't have hesitated <laughs> at all because that's never been an issue for me. I've never had a problem leaving a space I don't like. For me personally, I'm a little more timid and hesitant. So I would go back and forth on different things like that. But I admire like your strong willedness and your determinedness. Yeah, I think that I'm confident in myself. So I would never let my, myself fail, if that makes sense. Like I would mm-hmm. find yeah. a way. Just, and I think a lot of that has to do with how often I used to be told that I wasn't going to do anything because of the kind of person that I am. So I think that's <laughs> been a huge drive to me. I, I'm the kind of person that if somebody says I can't do something, like I will prove you wrong. I promise I will. And I, so I think that yeah. that has a, a huge part to do with it. And, and I even had to think about that when I left the place full time. Like I, that was huge for me. So can we talk about your confidence for getting into stores and like networking, yeah. meeting new people? Because I'm, I feel like you have a very strong personality and you're the type of person that just knows what you yeah, want. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what I want. It's yes. funny because I've known that since I was a kid, like eight years old. Like I've, I've always mm-hmm. known exactly what I want. Yeah. So how did you use that to like, what was your mindset getting into stores or like make meeting the right people? How did you do that? If anyone knows me, I'm a pretty blunt person. <laughs> like it, it has its pros and cons because sometimes I, I yeah. speak when I shouldn't or I say something mm-hmm. before I really thought about what I was saying. So it's funny because a lot of people were asking, how did you get into these stores so quick or whatever? And I literally told the stores that they should carry my stuff. And that's my answer. (laughs) I would look up stores and I would send them either a message on Instagram or an email. And I would say, hey, I have this brand and I think it would look good in your store. So you should carry it. And you would think that that would be uh, maybe like a turnoff to some people, but Mm -hmm. it very rarely has not worked. So I'm like, I'm a, pretty straightforward person so a lot of the stores are me just telling them hey I think that this is a good fit for your store and no other stores in your area have it so um like it would be good for you how many stores did you reach out to and like how many said yes or around Um, estimates I reach I would reach out to stores every single day so I think I would get once I got like six new stores in a week and now I'm in over 50. I think the only reason that it's gotten a little more difficult now is because I've gotten a little more busy now, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more focused on doing a couple of other things. So now I don't really make the time to reach out to stores like I was before. At the beginning, I was the shots fired I guess I was just like okay we need to get this big I was like okay you need to know about this you everyone needs to know about this so I was like sitting on the computer all day just like looking up stores and sending them emails or whatever but now it's grown a little bit to where I don't necessarily make the time to reach out that much I still do I try to mm-hmm. fit it in my schedule where like oh I'm gonna go sit at Barnes and Noble and like just reach out to the stores or whatever but I definitely don't do it as much as I used to what would you say to the girl who's like afraid to promote herself whether it's a company or a brand Um, like for what she does I don't think you should be afraid because I've always known that at the end of the day you're going to be the only person that is to blame so if you didn't achieve something 
like I know this might sound rough, but it's your fault. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's your fault. Like if you didn't, if you didn't accomplish what you wanted to accomplish or you didn't get somewhere, it's not going to be anybody else's fault except yours. So I think that people should really think about that and think about what it is that they want in life. And like, I've always known exactly what I want. I know the kind of house that I want. I know the kind of car that I want to drive. I know the kind of life that I want to live. And I know that nobody else is going to get me there. Nobody else is going to provide that. And I'm also not a person that likes to be like, I like to take care of myself. I like to be my own provider. So I think that's a huge thing that people should think about. You shouldn't be afraid to promote yourself because like, don't you want to feel like you did that on your own? Don't you want to feel good about yourself? I'm proud of myself because I've never been afraid to put myself or my brand out there. And I know that I'm going to get the house that I want one day. I love how driven you are. It's amazing. It's awesome. I wish more people would be like you in that area. That's why I like talking to people because I'm like, listen, don't come to me complaining (laughs) and whining because you didn't get X, Y, and Z done. Like you don't have anybody to blame except yourself. And like, think about that because it's true. Mm-hmm. And I know like at first it can sound like, dang, like that's tough. I know. You know? And but I don't mean anybody on, to like, think like, no. oh my God, this girl's a B or like, dang, you know, because, <sighs> but it's yeah, you have true. to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Like, am I actually working hard towards this? Okay. Am I, did I actually do everything that I yeah. could? Just being really honest with yourself. Was that my very best? Yes. Or yeah. No? And I, I don't have any sympathy for people that have like pity parties. I'm just like, okay, well, you're not doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. <laughs> okay. So we're going to transition into okay. Instagram. Cause I know I know you're mildly obsessed with Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> my phone tells me the amount of time I spend on it, and it's embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. I don't – yeah. <laughs> Same. Like, okay, so what are your best tips to keeping a cohesive theme on Instagram? I think a color scheme. Like, I'm really big on that, and it's funny because when I, I first started Roses, if you scroll really far back, it's, it's very pink like pink and white and not myself. Like if you know me, I'm almost always wearing black. I'm like, I feel like my brand is me. It's almost like my Mm -hmm. alter ego. So yeah. (laughs) So I think that's super important to kind of be yourself through your brand and um, come up with a color scheme. Because if you just are using similar colors in each post like it will all blend and um look cohesive and if you look at mine almost in every single photo there's either black white gray or maybe a hint of like a tan color because of the shimmering body oil Mm-hmm. and like how have you been able to stick with it because I know like it could be hard you know I think it's hard if you're not being yourself through your brand like if you're if you are being yourself through your brand, then it should become effortlessly because that's already natural to you or like part of you. Like I take pictures of my stuff and it it works because my desk that I'm sitting at right now is black. Our house is like matches my brand, like my clothing matches my mm-hmm. brand. So it's not hard for me to take pictures that go along with my brand. The challenge sometimes is when other people send me photos and they want me to post it or whatever, because sometimes their photos 
um, have bright colors like red or pink or blue or green. I'm like, oh no, what am I going to do? But you know what? (laughs) There's a lot of photo editing apps out there and you can just edit, adjust colors. I actually even just launched my own presets because so many people were Mm -hmm. asking, how do you edit your photos? And so I just launched my own presets. So that's made it a lot easier too, because I can apply them to any photo and it will automatically adjust the colors to my branding, I guess. I love that though. Like it should be an extension of you. Yeah. And it's funny because when I first started, like I said, honestly, I don't even like the color pink. I don't like the color (laughs) pink. And so it wasn't, I didn't feel like I was being myself through my brand and it was making, making it hard to work on because I didn't, I didn't like the, I wasn't, I guess, like satisfied with the way it looked. So I was like, Mm-hmm. You know, this is like not, I don't feel like this is me. Like if somebody met me, they wouldn't, you would never find me wearing pink. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. if it was like a dress up party or like a costume or something, you know, but it's not in my closet. So I was like, this isn't making sense. Like I need to switch it. So it looks like me, you know? And plus you want to be proud of mm-hmm. what you put exactly, out. Exactly, yeah. Totally. For your brand. So you just reached, oh, you're over 10K now. Yeah, so I just awesome. got there, I think, in the beginning of this month. Yeah, and you're already at like 10.3, right? Um, I think so. It keeps going back and forth That's between so 10.2 and 10.3. And I'm like, you're like I'm like, it's like it. one person <laughs> every time. It's like a one person difference. <laughs> So when did you start that Instagram specifically for your brand? Probably the same day I decided to build a website. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to take this serious, I need to have a social media. And so, yeah, I just built it on there and started posting random photos. (laughs) So is it March 2017? Because that's what you said earlier. Yeah, March 2017. I think it was March 12th. So less than a year later, and you just surpassed 10K. So I know everyone's always... Everyone's always really crazy about growth, but I'm just curious, like, do you, what did you do? Uh-huh. I think I do a lot of, like, blogger influencer outreach, so I, I will always mm-hmm. reach out to people or they will come to me, and I'll just say, like, yeah, I'll send you a bunch of free stuff if you want to share it on your end, and so I think that's a huge part of it is finding the right people to share it with, and I usually try to find mm-hmm. people who has an aesthetic or blog or anything like that that's similar to my brand that way their audience like it it pleases their audience too because it's similar to mine I also like to do giveaway like I did a lot of giveaways of course hashtags and I try to stay very involved and engaged with my audience and followers so Mm -hmm. I think that's very important to for social media is that people know that you're a real person behind the brand. And I like to talk to them as if I was talking to one of my friends. Like, I just like to say, like, if they're like, oh, my gosh, I love this. I'm like, I love you, too, or something, you know, like, I, <laughs> I like to stay yeah. very engaged with them. And I think they I think that people appreciate that. So I think that has a lot to do with the growth is staying engaged giveaways. But you have to be kind of careful with giveaways. And then working with influencers and bloggers. And then how have you used like Facebook groups to almost network yeah. and connect with other people? So I'm in a lot of Facebook groups and it's funny because I, I think about this often. I will just put a post mm-hmm. up and sometimes I think 
wow, these people probably think I'm so annoying. But then I think <laughs> I actually don't care because, oh. because I need to do like, this is for myself. It probably comes off as very annoying to a lot of people. But at the end of the day, like, I'm just trying to reach some goals here. And like, we all are right. So I have a Facebook group for roses. I just started it a few months ago. It's called glow squad. But I'm like, you guys share whatever you want in here. If you have a blog, share it. If you have a brand, share it. If you don't know what to watch on Netflix, share it. Like, I don't care what people share in my group as long as it's not like negative, I guess. So a lot of the times I will post something and then I'll copy and paste it, post it in every single group that I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I always think like, oh my gosh, I bet you multiple people are in multiple of these groups. So it's probably somebody is seeing all my posts, all the same posts in every group. But they're like, there she yeah, goes Yeah, no, I think about that all the time. But I think at the end of the day, you just, you can't care. Like, I, I'm sorry, you guys, if I'm annoying on social media, but like, <laughs> you know, you just can't care what other people think. In some ways, you have to be a little selfish because, like I said before, if, if nobody, if you're not getting stuff done, what are you going to say? You're going to say, oh, because I posted it in another Facebook group and I didn't want to post the same, like, that's a that's a dumb excuse. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. You know, like I wouldn't let that stop me. Something about social media, they don't want to post it cuz they already talked about it or they don't want to do something else about it cuz they already did a post and it's like <clears throat> people mm-hmm. people are on social media and their attention span is so short. I know I tap over yeah. stories sometimes and I'm not reading or not listening or you know not paying attention, but then it'll be the same thing in a different way and I'll be like, yeah. "Oh, I didn't even see this the first time," you know? Yeah. And also like I share stuff in my stories all the time. I will share the same thing over and over because you're constantly growing. And so you're going to have new people that haven't seen what you're trying to share or, um, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people have seen my same stuff all the time and they're like, Oh my God, she's sharing it again. But again, like, I don't care because I have new people that haven't seen it. One, two, like for some things, I know for ads, it takes people like seven to 10 times to see mm-hmm. a product and know what it is before exactly. they buy. And I, mm-hmm. You know, it's, so you posting about the Facebook group on the stories because I've mm-hmm. seen that. Oh, okay. Maybe I should join that. I see her posting about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like to post stuff <laughs> a lot because exactly like what you just said, a lot of the times people don't see it or it takes a little while for it to register in their minds. People who are listening, don't be afraid to share the yeah, same thing in a it. different way. Or yeah, just don't be afraid to share it. <laughs> Seriously, like I will pressure you to share it. You're like, share your crap. No, it's funny. <laughs> I had this talk with another girl and she was saying the same thing. She's like, she said, I'm, I just don't know because like I, I shared it already and like I already shared it in this other group. And I'm like, okay, you probably have three to eight people in this other group that are mutual, you know, like that means mm-hmm. you're missing out on potentially thousands of other people because you're afraid that these eight people might have already seen it. Like, listen to what you're saying. Does that not sound ridiculous? All the opportunity mm-hmm. that you're missing. Okay. So we're wrapping it up here. One of the last questions is what does it mean to you to be a woman made for greatness? Oh, that's a good question. I think confidence is huge. I think Mm -hmm. that's major. And I think like now that I think about it, I think it's probably the most important because I feel like a lot of women struggle with confidence. But you know what? I think right now is like the perfect time to just go for anything. So I think that that's what defines like a great woman 
is her level of confidence and perseverance. Oh my God. That's like one of my favorite words. Yes. Perseverance. I think it's huge. I think it's so huge because so easily and so often you can get discouraged and it's, it's so easily to just like give up on something, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. trust me, you guys, I deal with that. I have, I deal with that now and I've dealt with that so much. So I think that's a good one. It's an ongoing Mm -hmm. back and forth thing. It's not just settled once. Oh no. (laughs) And especially as you continue to grow, like it's going to keep happening, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're more people are going to start knowing about you and your brand. So it's more people are going to have more to say and it's going to become more discouraging, but it's like, it's going to be up to you what you want to do about it. I love that, man. You're awesome. Thank you. You know that? Thank you. (laughs) Okay. So if everybody wants, where can we support you? Okay. Facebook group. It's called glow squad. And I do like, I post it on Instagram story a lot and I'll just do the swipe up. So it's super easy to join, but you could also just type in glow squad in the top search bar And then it will ask Mm -hmm. you like two questions and then you just have to hit join and then we'll add you. And then the website is called rosesandroseco.com. And then Instagram, I said before, it's rose underscore the letter N underscore rose. (laughs) And then if they want to buy your story template or the presets, they're on the website. If you go to the website and then shop, they're under the tab that says merch. Okay. And then what's your favorite product of yours that you sell that they should try? Oh, it's funny because people ask me all the time, like, oh, I really like this one. This is my favorite. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I like this one too. This is my other favorite. And yeah. then I was like, oh, wait, but I love this one. So, oh my so in my shower, always there's the coffee body scrub. That's one of my favorites. Other one that I'm, I really, really, really love, and I don't get to use it that often actually, but I really love the shimmering body oil. It's it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's so pretty and it smells good. I work a lot, so I don't ever really get dressed up and get to use it very often. It's like really good if you are going out either at night or even during the day. It gives your body like a really supple, dewy glow and it's, it's really lightweight. So mm-hmm. you don't look oily and it looks really good on a spray tan. And then I really love Smooch's Lip Scrub. That's always in my bathroom. Okay. So those three are the gateway drugs. Yeah, those are my top. To all of your other products. See, this is what I, and I love the (laughs) rose water face mist. I use it when I do my makeup every, like every time Mm -hmm. I do my makeup. And then every time I apply products to my skin, I use that. That one's coming in the mail for me. (laughs) Yeah, you should be getting it. Those four are my top favorites. Yay. Okay, guys. So you need to go and try at least one of those four. Um, this interview has been awesome. You're incredible. I, I want to keep going. Like, just so driven. I'm like, <laughs> don't, if, do you guys have if, any more questions? <laughs> <laughs> if you want her back on the show, let me know guys. And I'm sure she has plenty of wisdom to share. Yeah, I, I seriously, I love talking about stuff like this. Like I could go on for days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like fired Good. up. Like, I need to go and conquer the That's world now. That's why I like talking to people <laughs> because I like getting people motivated, you know, like I, I, I enjoy doing this. Alrighty guys, there you have it. One thing that I love about podcasting is each episode can be so different. One episode can be very vulnerable, sharing a personal story. One episode can be very motivational and like, yeah, I can do anything. I think this episode was kind of like the tough love that you needed. Hearing her story and listening to how she approached 
approaches problems really makes me think, oh, what's my excuse? Why couldn't I just do that? When you're feeling low, when you need an extra encouragement boost, come back to this episode to remind yourself that you are super capable of doing that thing that you wanna do. Anyways, guys, if you liked this episode, share a friend. If you think that they need a kick in the booty to work on their goals, then they might like this. If you like something in this episode, leave me a review on iTunes, and you can even comment, yo, I liked episode 37 with Shantae. That one was my favorite. Or just let me know what you like, what you don't like, so I can make the best podcast for you. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to help you build confidence, and I want to watch you grow in life. So until next week, guys, I love you. I thank you so much for listening, and we will talk soon.